Broadcasting live, this is KMA Talk Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With your hosts, Honest Abe, the lovely Lady M, and Adam K., the Brewmeister. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kmatalkradio.com. I like to smoke them like the Winston Churchill, like John Good morning, loyal listeners, libertarians, lovers of the leaf, all the ships at sea, Mon Pa America. Welcome back to another exciting edition of KMA Talk Radio. We are here broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, as always, America's favorite ventriloquist, Honest Abe. Okay. Good morning. Well, you are a puppet master. I feel a little, like, tired. Like, like we need stretching out, like we're like out of shape, like for the show. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get like that. Like two weeks off, it seems like it was an eternity. Yeah, it's it's not like riding a bike. You have to right pace yourself, and you know you can't just jump right back in and vocalize out to the nation. I don't know. Right, uh, and of course our special guest host Aaron. Hello. Good morning. Hello. How is Miss Walker? How are you doing today? Oh, I'm great. Very, very I'm well. awake. You're awake. Yeah, I'm awake. I'm awake. I just I don't feel like I'm in the groove. Yeah. Well, How's your New Year starting out? Uh, Any resolutions? Keep being awesome. Huh. Fail. That's fail. fantastic. Come on, dude. Do you have a real resolution? Uh, nope. Really? No. Not even think about it. You don't even sit down and reflect, say, hey, maybe this year I'd like to change this. No. <laughs> maybe communicate a little more. No. Be more sociable. No. Not look like a serial killer. No. None of those. Uh, I'd like to be less sociable. No. I uh, agree with that. That probably was kind of everybody else kind of wants to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, Miss Walker? Any resolutions? Well, before the break, we talked about me keeping my car clean, and oh. that did not happen mm. already. Really? Already. It's I'm a problem. A, I'm a pretty good car keeping the car clean. Yeah, no. Yeah, right. especially with four kids. Cause I, you know, my my wife's car is like always oh, like a tornado. See, I have a rule: you have to take with you what you bring into my car. That's you come idea. with snacks, the snacks leave with you. You come with drinks, the drinks leave with you. No, no, nothing is left behind, and that keeps it pretty clean. Follow that rule. Let you know? no item be left behind. You know, my resolution is this. I'm going to try to better the world and make people stop sending chain Facebook messages, e-blasts. I just find that to be the most... There's nobody who likes to get... Do you like to get a chain email, Happy New Year, or pass this on, or any of that? Well, no, obviously not. I don't How about those you? Things, no, I, don't, I got I don't like three of them. Uh, three and of them? Yeah. I got three of them like in 30 seconds. Oh, I got like 8,000 no. of them. No. Paul? I notice a lot of people are doing that now. Like, <sighs> if you're reading this, even for a moment, please just take time. And okay. <laughs> I, First off, <sighs> that's a whole different thing. My, my big peeve is if you're a friend, and you know, I'll know who my friends are. That's right. <laughs> Copy and paste and share that. Get out of it. You know what? Unfriend. The second I read those, unfriend, you just made me not want to be your friend. Every time I see one, Who I, does that? I look to see if you've unfriended them. What is the matter with people? Who stipulates their friendships based on whether I copy your Facebook post and shit? Get, get out of here. Well, it's like back in the day. Do you remember chain letters? It's like auto-deletion. The second you hit, 
like post something like that, it should just auto delete. But it account. says like, is it like the old chain letters? Where remember chain letters? Did you ever get chain letters where like something bad will come yeah, upon you if you don't out. send this to seven people? I threw them out. Oh, I hated chain that. letters, chain emails. But these people who just send like a happy new year gift to eight thousand people. You know what? It's really not that important. I hear from you once a year. So is that why you didn't answer me when I said happy birthday Listen, to you the man, other day? You know what happens is <laughs> I start feeling compelled to reply to the people that like are really actually close to me. And then I feel bad skipping the 80 in between everybody, I, you know, every two or three people I know. So I just hit the standard copy and paste. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you. Same, like, paste. 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 Send, paste. Send. Just, I don't get it. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think America should do like a social experiment. And for 48 hours, maybe even 72, just shut the electricity off all over the country. Uh, I couldn't do it. Oh, yeah. You could go without your phone. You could go without your phone for that amount of time. Mm, Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because, you know, I mean. Can we at least keep the AC on? All right, we'll do it in the winter. Uh, Better? Like now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just, you know, after the whole hurricane thing, three days with no AC was kind of brutal in the house. All right. Just well, saying. Maybe we'll fine tune it. No electronics. Okay. You know, there we go. Count. Yeah, we can do Utilities that. are acceptable. Yes, fantastic. Every week here <laughs> we at KMA Talk Radio, like to give amazing things away. Our good friends over at Zykar with the KMA Caption Contest of the Week. Congratulations to last week's winner, Tom Pinkowski of Mount Sterling, Kentucky. He took home a, a great prize. If you would like to win a... Zykar Exo Cutter in Gunmetal Honeycomb. Just head over to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page. Post your best caption on this week's photo of, uh, well, it's uh, Honest Abe standing below a statue of Shrek. Yeah. Can I just say I commend you for this? Why? You sent it to me. So? That's awesome. Yeah, I, thought, I thought you'd enjoy the picture, which you obviously did. Self humor. That's yeah. funny. I like that. You know, I've been called Shrek a few times. This Not by me. This, this week, week on Switched at Birth. Do you know where this picture <laughs> was taken, right? Uh, the cruise ship? No. Uh, he, he, this was in um, New Orleans for a trade show at the um, the warehouses where they store oh, all the, all the yeah. floats for Mardi Gras. Oh, and they have a Shrek float? Well, one, yeah, they have everything float. They believe have me. everything. But literally, um, uh, one of the cigar companies threw a dinner in the warehouses where they have all the floats that's stored cool. for Mardi Gras. No, that's where we saw America. We had to walk through the floats Same to get thing. to America. Right, the America right. concert. Okay, yeah. it, was, it wasn't a dinner. They did have a dinner one year there, too. But you're right. That's where the America concert was mm-hmm. that year. Interesting. Yes. But that's where that photo was taken. So I totally forgot about that. Yes. Imagine amazing things you can find in the archives. Have you, <laughs> lost, have you lost your paperwork, Adam? Is that you're looking at? He me. looks a little lost. Yes. Yeah. Well, He's no, I'm just trying to time things down because mm. of the way things oh, start. Right. So I'm trying to work it all out. Uh, every week, our good friend over at Recluse give away the KMA Recluse Poll of the Week. If you'd like to win a five-pack of Recluse cigars, just head over to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page and, po- and cast your vote in this week's poll. Congratulations to Drew Martin of Augusta, Georgia. He took home last week's prize in the Should Grown Men Use Emojis? I think I was right. 50% of you said yes. And he I, said yes. He I, did. You were right. I was right, man. There's nothing wrong with emojis. Sometimes a one little button is quicker than typing a whole phrase I think that's a, a, new, a new development, though. Our audience three years ago would have said absolutely not. Men maybe, don't use that. Maybe. Uh, but I was, I was a non-texter, too. When yeah, you did came say out, that. I hated yeah. texting. I'm like, why would anybody text? I'll just call you. Yeah. 35% well, I want to said type. no, a real man can impress himself with words only. And 14% said, what the hell is an emoji? <laughs> That's pretty interesting. If I like, want to talk to those guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, can't, they can't hear you. <laughs> what? What? They get the radio so loud. What? Uh, yeah, if you'd like a five-pack of recluse cigars, just cast your vote in this week's poll. How often should a regular person change their sheets? 
uh, once a week, once a month. I have no idea my wife, girlfriend, mother changes my sheets, or when the stains and the smell gets unbearable. Are you a number four? Uh, no, I'm a uh, at least once a month. Really, you go yeah. that long? Yeah. You know, I have I have no idea because I I actually made Paul add yeah. three because I, I think I might have changed sheets like three to eight times my whole life. Even when you lived alone, I had girlfriends, right? So they and just... then I I, 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 well, I also had a, a woman who actually helped me. You know, I was living down here. You know, in college I had girl, girlfriends all the right, time. Right. Then when I moved down here, you know, I, I worked seven days a week. Right. So there was a woman who came and helped me with my laundry and stuff. She cleaned my sheets. So, right. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I literally, I can't yeah, tell you. When I was a single guy, I had a cleaning lady come into my apartment once a month, and that's when I changed. It's really, not, I mean, literally, I think, I think, yeah, she came like every two weeks, did the laundry, did the cleaning, changed the sheets, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I can't, I mean, when you read that question, I'm like, oh, I can't really relate to that. I don't think I've changed sheets. <laughs> yeah. Aaron? I change mine every other week. All right. So, yeah, every yeah. other week. More than Adam. If, I mean, I mean sometimes I forget. Expected. Sometimes I do it more often. I but. mean, I guess like if you lived in a hot area and you didn't have AC, you'd probably want to change it more often. Yeah. 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 Well, and, you know, I don't know how many people are – I mean, listen, I don't mean to peer into your personal life, Adam, but I don't know how many other people are going to see those sheets. So does it really matter if it goes wow. more than a month? Wow. <laughs> probably no one, so it's a pretty <laughs> wow. good bet. Wow. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been trying. He just Starting the year off. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> it's okay, Adam. We have a plan. Oh, the dead silence is hilarious. <laughs> got scared. You got, you got real scared. Sometimes when you guys are talking about this, I'm not sure if you're joking or being serious. Oh, and don't I don't worry. know how to take it. Oh, buddy. We're yeah. going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to join. Uh, we're going to talk to Cla- We're going to talk to Claudio. We're gonna Claudio? Talk to Claudio. There you go. And uh, He's having a rough yeah. morning. No, Keep no, it lit. <laughs> Bye. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Nat Sherman is the leading American luxury brand in premium cigars. From the classic range of the Metropolitan and Host selections to the transformative Timeless Collection, their elegant sterling and limited edition offerings, or the bold and commemorative 1930 blend Andy Polka. Everyone has the opportunity to enjoy a Nat Sherman experience. Family owned and operated since 1930, Nat Sherman's tradition of innovation and commitment to excellence reminds us why America's Nat Sherman brand is known as tobacconist to the world cigar enthusiasts did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states additionally taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75 percent finally there's a solution cra cigar rights of america is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. 
Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Siri V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva. An unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sun-Grown, or Maduro, available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Sereno Royale Cigars, created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand-selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post-roll aging process of two additional years brings you an endlessly complex and balanced experience. Visit our website at serenocigars.com. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Carrojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, Honest Ape. I'm really hating this royalty-free music. Have you noticed? I like it. <laughs> it's just fine. We had to, we had to stop using. I mean, legally, as a radio station, you could use like twenty or thirty seconds of an intro mm-hmm. from any song. But I guess like YouTube and Facebook doesn't recognize it. So as soon as they hear some of our rejoiners, they take our live video feed down. So those bastards. Uh, you know, it just be yeah. You know, there should be some law. There should be a one eight hundred call in number for Facebook. There really just should be a one eight hundred number. That company so you know, the, the, this, the, the e-commerce or the internet or whatever that industry has really got that whole thing down. We don't talk to nobody. There's no number. You know, they make more money. They're more profitable. But and they don't have to have a customer service department. Really, you know, they got three guys or four guys in a room replying emails all day long. But you can't call nobody anymore. I mean, they're they're setting the new trend of the future. You can't call anybody when you have a problem. Can't call anybody when I have a problem. Yeah. But what kind of a problem am I having? Like this issue with Facebook, trying to explain them. Look, we're a radio show, mm-hmm. and this is 
you know, all right for this music to be here. Or anytime we've had kind of social media postings or things, issues, when you, or Yelp or any of those companies, nobody has like a call-in customer service. I'm shocked, like, if I'm on those things, I see, oh, there's a 1-800. The only one that does is Open Table. Open um, Table, you can actually call. Actually, you know, you know, and, and I, I got to give them really big props, Amazon. Yes, yes, Amazon. Has they are one of the big monsters that you could actually call somebody, and they will help you. And I think every time I've ever called, they actually are in this They're country. Helpful. I don't know about that. Uh, I, 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 I think they have English, uh, American accent people in the Philippines. Well, you know what? If they take the time to screen <laughs> them so they sound like they're in this country, then good to them. All right? Because every time I've talked to somebody from Amazon, I, I believe they were in this country. I mean, not that I have a problem if they're not, but you should be able to communicate with me. Otherwise, I mean, that's your... You're getting paid to communicate customer service. So, like, I can only understand every eighth word. It kind of defeats the purpose. Speaking of customer service, we have a, a guy who's dedicated his life to customer service with his uh, cigar brand. I was trying to do a, a segue, segue to I, Well, to I know, but the problem is I have to cut out in two minutes, so I was, didn't want to be rude. Oh. Yeah. Well, you can introduce him. Yeah, I know. Well, you can tease him. It's our buddy. And he'll say we'll be back after the break. We'll, we'll help you with this today, man. Uh, Don't worry about like it. not like riding a bike. Jeez, uh, last week he anybody, was late. Anybody, and anybody in that room know how to host a show? Coop is here. So, I mean, anybody hey, Coop, you want to come in here? Take you, over you, for you, me? You really can't do much worse than this guy today. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's only so, an uptick. Uh, it's only going to be an uptick from here. Uh, so, Claudio Segori is going to be our meter maker. Thank you for being here, for taking the time out of your busy schedule from Mambacho Cigars. Uh, obviously, welcome back. Poor Claudio. I apologize. See, I've come to realize that the first show of the year is like making a car in a factory on a Monday. <laughs> try, not to, try not to get booked on the first show I, of the I'd year say this, so between uh, customer care and other stuff, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Good morning, and thank you uh, for having me again in the show. Absolutely. Happy New, happy new, new year, year to everyone. Yes, Happy New Year. Yes, so that's another good one. Did we put that on the poll yet? On when is it, when is it appropriate to stop saying Happy New Year, or when there should be a national cutoff for that? Mm, yeah, I don't know. That's actually a good question. When, when do you think... Uh, it's time to stop saying Happy New Year. Uh, in Europe, uh, I'm from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, let's never, say, I didn't notice. <laughs> let's say second week of January, you stop saying Happy New Year. Through two weeks. Yeah, for two weeks. Yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah. doable. I mean, you don't see everybody like in the first few days. So. See, that's the thing I got into a discussion about beforehand. About, like, cause I really, somebody was saying last year they got one in February. They're like, really? February? Come on. I, I can agree with two weeks. I might, I might, I might, that may be pushing it at the cusp a little bit off for me, but two weeks is acceptable. Week and a half, I will allow. How about birthdays? I'm still being wished happy birthday. I'm like, what? It's oh, your birthday yeah. month, dude. No. That's what you do. You milk that? it as long really? as you possibly yeah. can. Dude, after like 21, there's no more like benchmark for yeah. birthdays. It's all, what, why? What 25. Happens, oh, what like, happens at 25? Your you insurance can rent rates a, go down? You can rent a car. Okay, 25. I'll give you car that. Rentals, car awesome. rentals. Car rentals. But after that, what, what, what are you celebrating? That's so depressing. Uh, yes, I'm one year wonderful. closer to death. Anyway, this is KMA Talk Radio broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. We're going to be back after the break with Claudio from Ambacho Cigars. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade-A fillers and a beautiful silky shade-grown Habano wrapper. From the legendary Jalapa Valley, producing small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-bodied cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today. 
Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. Make sure you try all of Coldwell's lines, including Long Live the King, Blind Man's Bluff, and Eastern Standard, which were all awarded 91 ratings by Cigar Affectionado and Cigar Snob. Do not forget the 93-rated King is Dead, which earned a spot in the top 25 cigars of the year last year by Cigar Affectionado. You can find more information by following Caldwell Cigar Company on Facebook. If you're not running with us, run from us. We own the night. Caldwell Cigar Company. Cigar Enthusiasts. Did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. If you had to pack a go bag, what would go in it? For Pepe Mendez, it was his rare Pilotico tobacco seeds, which he personally carried to the Dominican Republic half a century ago. In tribute, we introduced the Monte Cristo Pilotico Pepe Mendez, a robust cigar with nutty, leathery notes and a slow burn that marks the rebirth of a golden age. Try the new Monte Cristo at your local cigar lounge, and you may want to pack one to go, too. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. CLE Cigar Company presents CLE Cigars, Eroa Cigars, and Asylum Cigars. With four generations and over 120 years of experience in tobacco, from seed to smoke, these cigars are produced in Honduras and Nicaragua with the utmost care and precision possible. CLE Cigar Company introduces a vast array of tobaccos in various sizes to bring the highest quality of premium tobacco direct for your enjoyment. Visit CLECigars.com for more information. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too! Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, Honest Abe. I'm having, like, hot flashes. It was, like, freezing when we got here, then it got hot. What's going on, Paul? Uh, it's the first of the year. 
Yeah, what's I mean? Were they cranking like the AC? I have the AC it? as high was as it goes. Was the heat like a ninety? Oh, the Stewarts need it really warm. <laughs> yeah, at that age, you know the blood uh, circulation. See, I knew he was going to go there. Ooh. Oh, listen, I know they're not listening. <laughs> How do you know? I know. I listened to their show on the way in. Listen, honestly, I'm going to tell you anybody who's in South Florida who knows Earl Stewart. Earl Stewart is a straight up, legit, awesome guy. Yeah, straight up. And he and he and he honestly says on the air, he's like, "Listen, I used to not be." Yes, and I'm making up for that now. And his wife's a doll. They have the show before us here locally. But let me tell you something. We had an employee once who got screwed um, out of a, a car he bought on some uh, auction or whatever. Yeah, and I just casually mentioned it to Earl. Yeah, and Earl's like, "Have him call me." Earl called that dealership. He said, "You know what you did is illegal. Wow, if you don't straighten it out. I'm I'm going to you know make sure you get caught." And the dude gave our guy his money back and took the car. Wow. After, like, three months of, like, ducking him. Yeah, straight-up legit guy. And our special guest host, Aaron. Hello, Aaron. How are you? Hi. I'm well. Thank you. Oh, good. Nice. And it's time now to really introduce the, what our favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. This week, KMA Talk Radio is pleased to welcome back Claudio Sigori of Mombacho Cigars. Claudio, thank you for being here again. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, always a pleasure to be here. You got your name right this time. Oh, yeah. I'm happy. He says says growing right away without problem. No problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, He practiced yesterday for like an hour at the bar. That's good. He had a bottle of rum and just kept saying it all day. (laughs) It works out. It helps to loosen up the vocal cords. How about you? Any New Year resolutions? Uh, To work out. Man, at this belly here, I never had this. Oh, get out of here. So, no. Uh, no, 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 I'll show you a real belly, buddy. <laughs> this is some work here. Put no, some my, true, my true resolution is to be a good dad. Oh, uh, that's uh, important. My baby, my baby boy, first Four months. Kid. Yeah, four months. Four months and yeah. a half. Oh, congratulations. So that's uh, the, the resolution for 2018. Is that your first one? Yeah, first uh, one. Very, very excited. Life-changing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pure happiness. I mean, listen, I'm not going to lie. I had four. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe the first one at four months, you're like, oh, they're so cute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, by the second and third one at four months, all they do is eat, crap, sleep, throw up, I know, cry. I, I knew. Uh, it's now like, I realized that. It's like, come on, nine months. Come on. Hurry up. Get around, man. Now, Are you I, saying I, they're easy when they're babies? No, they're just like nothing. I mean, you know, they, they don't smile yet. <laughs> it's they don't acknowledge you. Literally, you just eat, crap, sleep, throw up, and cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just making sure you keep it alive. That's what you it got. Do anything else. You know, it's really funny because when my wife was training them to go to bed at night, are you having trouble with them sleeping at night? Uh, yeah, now we're starting okay. to have a trouble. I'm just telling you what my wife did. And it worked. Yeah. She puts them in the room every night, 8 o'clock, like clockwork, every night, and then walks away. Let's them cry, whatever. Within a, two, three weeks, they go to bed. I try that. I'll try. Now, I'll tell you what, the first time my wife couldn't stand the sound of hearing our oldest cry, she would go outside. She had to go outside far enough she couldn't hear it, man. By the time the third one was around, she just turned the third volume down on the, on, the, <laughs> on the speaker thingy. I, 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 yeah. I was scary because everyone was like, oh, forget to sleep now, the baby and this. I mean, the baby's easy. When is, he is sleeps, she, he sleeps, so that's it. Is she breastfeeding? Uh, yes. That's yeah. why you got to buddy. You made, buddy. He's going to be like a rock. Well, I mean, listen, I mean, that... You're not going to be well. It depends. Some of the women now, I guess, now get their milk ready, so you can still make a bottle with <laughs> yeah, their breast yeah, yeah. milk at two in the morning. <laughs> my wife never did that to me. Yeah, that's what I thought. Cause that's what my friend's wife does. She nah. makes it, and then he has to wake up at night to do the feeding. My wife got up and fed it, fed them every time. I uh, never. I don't think I've ever woke up once in four kids. She, she does wife. that. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I can have a, no, no, a no, young lady. Night to sleep. And no she's ball. spoiled. 
That's her paying it forward. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. That's right. <clears throat> so, Claudio, yes. uh, how would you describe 2017 in Mombacho cigars? Uh, Looking back at the year, did you accomplish your goals? Did you do anything out of the ordinary? How did you feel 2017 as a whole was for Mombacho? For, first of all, uh, I should say that it's been a very challenging year. Because we are we were facing FDA and all the stuff, but not only that, uh, we started launching uh, our crazy project uh, that is called the Cosecha. Mm -hmm. So those cigars are made uh, by tobaccos, uh, hundred percent from Nicaragua, but harvested in the same year. You know, blending tobaccos. Now, so we now use you see different years. Years. binder filler wrapper, all of it, all of it's that, all just Nicaraguan yes. tobacco, and the same year of that was harvest. harvested the same yeah, year. Yeah, because blending, you know, we can use a different harvest, right? We no, can use a different years. Most people do. Yes, and you can have a lot of private edition, limited edition, a reserve, and all the stuff. But we we still blend a different harvest and different years. For the first time, I said that why the the, the wine industry and wine culture they put the the year of the harvest and uh, we cannot do that or we are not doing that so in 2012 uh, i blended the first cosecha and it was uh, only tobaccos from 2012 and those cigars uh, were resting uh, for four years so they were made uh, in uh, november 2013 and we launched uh, like late 2017 so uh, that was a kind of challenge for me because it's a, a, a project of a huge magnitude because it's a kind of change in the industry and, uh, you know, I was very crazy when we started the project. We are launching 2012, and uh, we already made the Cosecha 2013, 14, 15, that really? they are aging. Really? Yes. And uh, back to Nicaragua next week, uh, we start the blending in uh, 2016. So uh, is this a limited run production? Uh, 2000, Cosecha 2012, we made the 5,000 cigars. That's it. It's very limited. Uh, because like 500 uh, boxes. Yeah, yeah, 500 boxes sold out in three weeks. Uh, and I was like, really? <laughs> I was scary uh, because, you know, Mombacho is not a huge company or a mainstream major company. So I was a little bit scary to, to show a project that is like a thousand percent different of you can find uh, uh, today in the industry. And the response was awesome, awesome. We just got like a top five there, top ten in this blog, a top ten. We just got like a best brand from Nicaragua and Cigars Lover uh, uh, magazine. Uh, I mean, it has been a challenging, but at the end, a very, very rewarding. The bloggers are really important to companies, especially your size, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah they are. You know, in the very beginning, we are like, yeah, whatever. I don't need a rating. Oh. I don't need that. But when you start getting ratings, so you're like, okay, let's get another one. Let's get another one. But for us, it's a recognition of the hard work we did in the, the past uh, four years because uh, we, we started the, the distribution in the United States in 2013, early 13. So we are um, not a very old company present in the market, right? Well, not to mention, I mean, it's a very risky strategy for a small company to take this product and say, I'm going to sit on it for four years and that's a lot of money just sitting aging and waiting and that's i mean that's a risky move yeah uh two things uh, first of all you expect uh, a huge company having uh, those cigars so old because they can handle a uh, huge inventories and huge uh, you know uh, batches of cigars so they can they can leave uh, those cigars sleeping and on the other side yes the size of our company that investment it, it was like a uh, massive because uh, don't think only the Cosecha 2012. Think uh, every year we have to make uh, a batch uh, so special that it has to be 100% tobacco from Nicaragua, harvested for the same year, and uh, maybe 2017 I won't make it because my, my, my goal is to show you the best of the best in the different crops uh, in Nicaragua. 
So 2012, we made uh, 5,000 cigars. Cosecha 2013, uh, almost 7,000. There is a, one of the Cosecha we made uh, maybe less than 4,000. Wow. So think of the, 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 the fact that everyone will be so happy to get again and again. And then I will be, no, guys, this year there's not any more uh, Cosecha because it wasn't good. So that's the main goal, to show the best of the best. If it was a bad year, I'm not going to make it a blend just to make a blend of that year. But my, well, I guess it could be workaround, but it's, it's exact projects. And maybe maybe we were talking about bloggers. I don't know if we mentioned that, but the Coop's in the house today is going to be on with us. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. But maybe we'll get Coop on later because I'm, I'm saying to myself, aren't projects like this exactly going to be the problem, like with the FDA coming up? Like these types of projects? Uh, for the long term, research? long term in the future, maybe yes. Maybe yeah. Uh, maybe yes. But for now, right now, we do it. For the next, uh, yeah, we do the, it. For, we make for it. For the next yeah. five harvests, we are good. Yeah. I can say that. We make it. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll work out. I can't wait. To, I, I want to know who in the FDA is going to be responsible to figure this stuff out. Uh, is that a limited edition? Oh, I don't know. That comes out every year. I guess it's not a limited edition. Oh, oh, more. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> but yeah, and then trying to government explain. employees at their best. Uh, the government. Helping you, help your, helping you not help yourself. Right. Yeah. So, as you look forward to 2018, obviously you're going to have the 2013 Cosecha launch. Do you have any other interesting other projects you're in the works on? What's what's 20, what's on your horizon now? Ah, uh, man, I cannot disclose these things. So, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let, let me get the enforcer. Hang on, we'll get, we'll get I love uh, I love the word uh, age and aging and everything related about aging. So uh, we have been. Uh, I hate say, aging. Let's say putting in aside uh, some special thing, uh, not only the cosecha, but other stuff that I've been working on. And then the major things will be uh, out uh, with the new uh, line. And uh, we'll be expanding uh, Patina, which is a new brand that we started making last year. Yeah. So you have inside the Cosecha, some other special project, uh, an extension uh, of uh, our brands. So it will be a, a brand new line of Bombacho. I'm not disclosing the name and anything because I'm still working uh, on the plans. So it will be second half of the year. And then Patina, which has been like a, a beautiful surprise to see. Uh, the uh, Patina Connecticut Tanavano having the recognition uh, as such a young brand, uh, you know, distributed uh, pretty much everywhere now. And even new brand uh, ratings uh, and best here and best there, it's like uh, very, very rewarding for a young company did you, like Momocha. Did you pick that name because of the town in Salerno by Salerno Patina? <laughs> no, 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 no. no okay. Patina, Patina, it's a completely different project uh, that we made with Mo Mahali. Uh, Mo is our national uh, sales manager now. How did you come up with the name? Uh, he came, a, he came up with the name, and you know the patina, the color with the yeah. age and all the yeah. stuff? Yeah, he, is, said, okay. he said, a, a true man, a real man, even though as a patina on, it will stay always the same. So that's the philosophy on those cigars. Mm. Even though the evolution of blends on that stuff, the spirit, the character, and profile of cigars should be always the same. Excellent. Okay. Interesting. We are going to have more with Claudio when we come back, right here on KMA Talk Radio. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Sereno Royale Cigars, created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand-selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post-roll aging process of two additional years brings you an endlessly complex and balanced experience. Visit our 
our website at serenocigars.com. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. When Dominican passion, artistry, and skill combine with 114 years of family legacy, you don't just have a cigar. You have the cigar. Whether you love the mild, flavorful La Aurora 1987 Connecticut, the spicy 1962 Corojo, or the always smooth, sweet La Aurora 1903 Cameroon, you aren't just enjoying a part of history. You're lighting your own legacy, flavor, value, family. Be a part of something. Look to the lion. Smoke La Aurora. We are Dominican defined. Congratulations, champ, on winning your exhibition fight. What are you going to do to celebrate? I'm going to smoke one of these amazing Leaf by Oscar cigars. You mean Leaf by Oscar? That's what I said, Leaf by Oscar. It's called Leaf by Oscar, and yes, they are amazing cigars. See, now you're making me mad. I just want to enjoy my Leaf by Oscar cigar, but you're making fun of me. It's called Leaf by Oscar. That's two knockouts. Now I get to smoke two Leaf by Oscar cigars. That's Leaf by Oscar. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our decade cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, Rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. To Affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Zycar, the world leader in cigar accessories, has done it again. One of their best lighters is now even better. The popular Enigma Double Jet Flame Lighter is now the new Enigma 2. Complete with a new clean design, this lighter was re-engineered for dependability and performance. It feels more ergonomic in your hand, and new internal components give it the horsepower you need. Like everything Zycar, this comes with the incredible lifetime warranty. Zycar for life. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. We are here broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, Honest Abe. Is this cold bothering you at all? You you were just like shivering to death the other day. 
the cold. Oh, yeah. The, the cold in Florida? Yeah. You know, the yeah. burr? Yeah. Is it bothering you? Yeah. Yeah? That's why I've been wearing long sleeves and jackets to work. You, like, literally were shivering, like, came in, like, like I thought we were well, siphering. I'm like, what's the matter with you? It was raining, and it was 20-mile-an-hour winds when I went to go get the mail. Yeah, it doesn't really bother me. It bother you? Yeah, actually. Really? And, and he still has flip-flops on, by the way, even though it's bothering him. I was going to wear flip-flops. No, it's not find well, him. Yeah, it's not bothering me that much, but it's like I had to go to the car back. I'm wearing long sleeves. I used fun. to make fun of people, because I'm from Long Island. I used to make fun of people, like, oh, come on, your blood doesn't thin. I'm, I'm freezing in this. No, no, your blood does thin. Yeah. But mine hasn't been that much. This bothers me. Really? No, no. I'm I'm cold. I'm Listen, bundled up. I have a hat on. Like I used to walk down, you know, Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. I'm bundled up that much. Back when I was single, you know, my AC stayed on all year round, no matter what the weather is. Yeah. But yeah. now I got kids, so I can't like freeze them to death. So That's we good. have to have the heat on the house from time to time, which is now. I sat out in the lawn eye all night last night. Really? <laughs> too hot. Because it's too hot in the yeah. house. It's too hot in here right now for me. It's hot in here. Man, I'm just a walking furnace, bro. <laughs> Reflective body. A walking furnace of love. So yes. we're here with uh, Claudio from Abacho Cigars. Claudio. Uh, My man got me over there. Been, he felt it. That's been our Meet Your Maker segment. And uh, before the break, we were talking about the new projects you had, how 2017 was for you. Uh, during the break, you and I were actually talking about your factory in Granada, which is the only factory in Granada, you were telling me, and how it's a colonial style building that you had restored i mean just tell our listeners a little bit about the history of that we have uh, the uh, we are lucky because we are in granada so in granada uh which is uh, a very old town uh built in 1524 so it's the first settlement in the continent of uh, the americas okay mm. was discovered in uh, santo domingo wherever the islands and then uh, the first settlement of spanish people was uh, granada in 1524 so lucky already for that and then uh, the colonial style of Granada gave us the opportunity to find a place that is called the Casa Favilli that is an hundred years old building that it was closed for 11 years we purchased that in 2014 we restored and now it's back to life and all our cigars are rolled in this beautiful uh, as I always say classified historical building so every time I go to screw something in the factory I have to call the CDO to show the plans and everything really but I'm happy because they protected the architecture of city of the city. I, I, I mean, are you into architecture and that stuff? Is this something you're interested in, or just happened by accident? Uh, it happened in, uh, by accident. Happened that the, the who built uh, Casa Favilli was Mario Favilli, one of the most influential arch- architects in Nicaragua the last century. They really? built the national uh, presidential palace uh, and a couple of uh, cathedral in town. I mean, it was very very famous. And uh, that's why, because uh, uh, that's why uh, Favilli is historical, and we get like students for the architecture school visiting the place, uh, and it looks uh, like uh, really a factory that was rolling uh, 250 years ago. Uh, it's uh, it's like a pure colonial patio, so with columns. Uh, it's it's I mean it's beautiful. Not because it's our factory, but it is really a place to visit. And uh, we have been uh, the most visited factory in Nicaragua last year because we received uh, almost uh, 2,000 people. We have uh, tour guides at the factory, and uh, you can book your tour. You can show up and having a tour that is like uh, 40 minutes, so they show you all the processes and rolling of uh, of cigars. And uh, we booked. Uh, almost 2,000 people. So very happy about that and very happy not only because we have uh, such a huge number of visitors but because I think we are educating people on what really is uh, to roll cigars by hand. It's cultural and it's something that people uh, were a little bit lost saying, ah, cigars, cigars, yeah, it's okay. No, no, cigars, it's a tough job. It's a very long uh, period of aging and processes of quality control so they realize that there is something different. 
So how much time do you spend in Nicaragua? Uh, in Nicaragua, at least uh, two weeks a month. Every weeks month, month? Uh, I wow. go down there. Yes, That's going to change, you know. Uh, man, you were talking about changing uh, sheets and the bed and that stuff. Uh, I'm safe because uh, I don't sleep in my bed uh, every night. So <laughs> I cannot say <laughs> for how long I keep this. But, you, but you know bed. it's going to change, though, right? Uh, my wife takes care of that. I'm happy. No, no. It's going to change. You're going to oh, end okay. up going less. Oh, yeah. You know oh, yeah. why, right? Oh, yeah, for the baby. Yeah. yeah. The, second, the second you go and he goes, where are you going, daddy? Uh, Oh yeah, you can. Oh. My partner, my partner said that right now yeah. it's okay because right. the baby doesn't yeah. talk nothing. Yeah. When he starts saying, "Daddy, don't leave." My son is at the point now, and he's three. Every day he says, "Can I go?" To, he goes, "You going to work, Daddy?" He said, "Yeah." Can I go to work with you? Said, no, man, that's cool. Yeah. Every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, why yeah. I, this is his first time at the radio show. Like, I can't bring him to work. I forget. Yeah, bring yeah, him yeah. here at least. But yeah, he, he's at that point now. He does it every uh, day. Now I'm enjoying uh, my schedule right now. That he's uh, such a, a small baby. Uh, because two weeks in Nicaragua every month, and then uh, a week around or in the United States or Europe where we distribute our cigars as well, and then uh, one week uh, uh, in Miami. So, uh, yeah, pretty busy schedule. That's a lot of travel. How many miles did you put in last year? Man, uh, American Airlines uh, uh, sent me an email saying, uh, Happy New Year. <laughs> We're happy you flew 120 hours with us. Uh, it's like uh, two times uh, uh, the wor- the, around the world. Uh, we are happy. I'm like, yeah, I'm happy as well, but, you know, well, did you hear about this that's restaurant? a lot of traveling. Did you hear about this restaurant that United did now in Newark? No. Paul? In Newark, you- Newark, New Jersey? How many Newarks are there? I don't know. Yeah, New Jersey. What about New York? Do you hear about this like, restaurant that United built in their like thing? No. They built this ultra elite restaurant. It's like, you know, $100, $150 a head you know, thing, but you can't get in. <laughs> Literally, you have to be invited. No way. Yes. If you're, if you're an American airline frequent flyer, flyer, flyer they, oh, yes, I have. I have heard about but it. But they will invite you. Now, you can request to be invited, and you just send it there, and you sit and wait. And where is that? In the airport. Yeah. that that. <laughs> there's one like that for Delta. And Actually, now you know. In Rome. Oh, uh, yeah? In Rome, there's a there's a VIP Delta suite that I had to request for us to get into, and I, I schmoozed them because I told them we were on our honeymoon because we don't have a black card. Uh, and we don't have, you know, certain things. I was like, is there any way we can get in there? It's they like, just thought you were vertically stunted, so they felt sorry for you. Why are you and, your, you and your daughter today keep calling me short? Because you're short. <laughs> you know. Best you, effort for are me. Are you going to be offended if I call you bald? Uh, no. Right. I'm bald. I'm fat. What do you want to do? <laughs> Best airport for me is in Milan. The British Airlines, they have the, the VIP lounge. So with my American Airlines status, I can get there. And they have a smoking room. So oh, really? Before to fly nice. back uh, to Miami, which is like 10 hours, yeah. I can have a cigar. I can have a drink. I can have oh, a pastry, great. something, uh, relaxing, and oh. then flying. Yeah. That's nice. You guys fly American Airlines exclusively? Me? I try to avoid American I, Airlines. I got two million miles on American. Do you Airlines. really? I'm yeah. flying American Airlines tonight to Vegas, and I, mean, I, I hate it, it. It's the first one I started when I was young, and I just kept it. But I don't think they're awesome. I don't think they're any worse than anybody else. I think the whole airline industry sucks in general. But you I'm would, all right. I'm all right with American. You would hate it because they don't have first class. But do you ever fly Southwest? Never. I fly it all the time. <laughs> you've never heard. You've never heard my Southwest story. Oh, that was the story when you got your tattoos. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know oh, it was I Southwest. Walked off the plane. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Walked right off the plane. I'm shot. That was post 9/11. All our luggage was on the plane. How they let my wife and I walk right off? I have no idea. Because I just told them arrest me. Right. Get off the plane. You're, you guys are nuts. Wow. Oh yeah. I oh, see. I love Southwest. Yeah. And then we instead of going, to, we were on our way to Vegas. We just I, I was so enthralled and couldn't screw this. We just rented a car and spent three four days in the Keys. 
And got tattoos. And got tattoos. <laughs> that's my Southwest tattoo. Yeah. Forever branded. Don't yeah. fly Southwest. Yeah. And that's a reminder. I like Delta better. This has, been a public, Delta. this has been a public service announcement. Yes. Do yes. not fly Southwest. And send the lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> this is not defamation, I swear. Please, it's not. So we have to take a break in about a minute, but when we come back, we're going to talk to Claudio some more about Mombacho 2018. You know, Before the end of the show, I'm going to ask you some 2017 bests and worsts of, so prepare yourself. I'm ready. Uh, uh, and uh, since you know you are Sicilian, you know, I wanted to talk about you know your uh, your favorite wine or your favorite region, if you have a region, or uh, yeah. what is you know your favorite meals of what you're into. Yeah, let's talk about taste. Yeah, yeah I love it. That's absolutely. my job. I'm a big fan of that, so I really would like to get into that, you know, talk about that, you know, uh, you know, more on your, uh, you know, you seem like a, have a refined palate. Um, Thank you. So, you know, interesting, intrigued to see where we can go on your alcoholic choices, you know, favorite beverages, cocktail of choice, perhaps, or, you know, or since New Year's was just there and I got 30 seconds, uh, what was your New Year's cocktail? Uh, I'm not a cocktail guy, so bad for me. I don't really drink cocktails. Ah, so I, wine. Uh, you drink scotch, bourbon, whiskey? Uh, yeah, I drink uh, rum. There you go. I'm a big uh, rum uh, fan. Uh, I added the XO, which is for me the best Zacapa. Which one? And uh, XO. Zacapa right. okay. XO. Yeah, yeah, very, very, very good. good. All right. Well, so we're going to find out more when we come back. Keep it lit. Do you love delicious beer? Do you love delicious cigars? Well, we have the perfect cigar for you. The Quesada Keg, a savory Nicaraguan cigar draped in a beautiful Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper and packed in wooden barrels. The Quesada Keg was blended to pair with the traditional Irish stouts we all love to enjoy on St. Patrick's Day. Available in three tasty sizes. The Quesada Keg is available for a limited time only. So grab one today before they sell out. The Quesada Keg, the perfect cigar to pair with beer. The all-new Scores Palm Beach. Come be a part of the world-famous Gentleman's Club's new look. A new year brings a new addition to South Florida. Scores Palm Beach. Offering a free lunch buffet Monday through Thursday with $5 prime rib on Friday. Two-for-one drinks till 7 p.m. Scores Palm Beach. VIP seating and second-floor skybox suites. Full liquor, full nude until 5 a.m. 3174 Lake Worth Road, just west of Congress on Lake Worth Road. For more info, call 649-2000 or at scorespalmbeach.com. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I'm Adam here, the Brewmeister. With me, of course, Honest Abe. Good morning. Not loud enough for you? Yeah. Better. Better. Better? Okay. Better. There we go. And we are still here with Claudio of Mombacho Cigars, hanging out. Claudio! And William Cooper, the Coop himself, is in the house. Coop, welcome. Thank you, guys. It was actually a very nice, refreshing surprise. Yeah, I just popped in the crate. Literally, hey, walked in. He was walking as, as my family had just walked in for my surprise. Uh, I, I wanted to crash the party, yeah. Birthday. Well, it was nice to have you. Refreshing because of the temperature as well? No. Just <laughs> William is a refreshing person. I just popped in, yeah. He's the cool. Very refreshing. Uh, Are just getting away? I mean, yeah. I'd like to say, were you getting out of the cold, but... You know. It was it was a plan to go somewhere warmer. Right, right. Now, I'll, I know people joke about Floridians and winter. From an, I'm a northeastern guy, and I was up in Jupiter. On You're cold. This, that was legitimately cold. That was a bone-chilling wind coming off the ocean. Bone-chilling wind? Get out of here! Abe, Abe, 
for I was saying the same thing. Abe, bone uh, chilling. Now today, like today's, Michigan, today's warm. Hit Lake Michigan when it's like no. negative one hundred wind chill. Yeah, I'll show you some bone that's chilling Arctic. stuff. That's Arctic. But this is cold. But down here, it's cold. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, before the break, Claudia, we've been talking about you know your the factory, how you've had over two thousand people touring it, the restoration, and how it's over a hundred years old. And the Granada was founded fifteen fifty four. And uh, you know you're still in background. So, what is your favorite meal as a as a Sicilian or I mean, Did you grow up with just these big family meals like you hear about all these Italian things? What an excellent lead-in with uh, antipasta and all that and all I these like, golf courses. We got into food. Right? I was like, "Where's he going with his questions?" The guy was arguing. Hey, what's your favorite meal? All right. Well, no, I was getting some, right. I was re- recapping. It was great. It was brilliant. His pronunciation of Sicilian is great, too. <laughs> I'm sorry, Adam. You're just weird today. No. I love you, buddy. No, he's weird every day. But that's why we love him. <laughs> Can I get back to the show now? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody good? Guys? So, what I, is your favorite yeah, yeah. meal? No, first I have to say... You got big Sunday meals, I'm going to presume. Yeah, that. I have to say it's true that Mama uh, wakes up very early in the morning for the sauce and grandma and, you know, a long meal and that stuff. But the problem is the size. Because you know the you States call it sauce. I'm just like so gravy. lost by that. <laughs> gravy. Do you call it sauce? No, tomato sauce. And but you call things. it sauce. Yeah, yeah, sauce. Because I, mean, I think gravy is just a New York. I, we don't call it gravy, well, but a lot gravy. of it's a gravy. lot of people call it gravy. gravy. In Brooklyn think, and Queens. I think that's not an Italian gravy. thing. That's a New yeah. York, and New York Jersey Italian. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Okay, I, I would say the American Italians no, they no. call it gravy. Okay, really? I put gravy on pot roast and mashed no, potatoes. No. The day you go to Italy and you go to a restaurant, as for you, gravy, and you ask the left. A, no, you ask for Alfredo, they will be like, "Who's Alfredo? It doesn't work." <laughs> really? <laughs> if you ask for a marinara sauce, it's like, uh, what, "What's marinara? It's really? a, a marina or uh, what? <laughs> or uh, garlic, no... garlic bread? It's like, yeah, we have bread. And we, uh, we can give we can give you garlic. You do oh, whatever you, you do. There's yeah, no Alfredo yeah, yeah. sauce in Italy? Did you know this before you went? I read uh, a list of the 10th most famous uh, Italian food in the United States uh, that are not Italian. Like a chicken parmigiano. What's that? We don't know. Yeah, there, I mean, that's, we know that chicken. doesn't exist there. We know, we know parmigiano cheese, wow. but both together, we don't know it. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. wasn't chicken parmesan. There wasn't, uh, I don't think we saw alavatka sauce anywhere. No. Either. Don't yeah. say there's no yeah. penny alavatka. Yeah. Uh, you can find them, uh, but... Please don't ask for spaghetti meatballs in Italy. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> what if you want Oops. spaghetti and meatballs? You ask for meatballs if they do it, and then a spaghetti al pomodoro, and you put together, and you mix really? by yourself. Like, yes, yes. Oh, this is fu- so, this, this but, is actually more interesting than this. Well, that's right funny now. because we, yeah, <laughs> and the, we Aren't we you ate. Glad I went here? We ate in a Michelin star, like a three Michelin star we restaurant. Did not eat a three Michelin yeah. star restaurant. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was the only one in Rome. And what restaurant? I, Stephanie can tell you. I swear, that's why she picked it. It was unbelievable. How long did you make a reservation in advance? Uh, a year when we okay. made it. Then, when I, we believe booked. It. then I believe it. Yeah. I mean, it's not you oh, ain't yeah. walking into a three star Michelin restaurant. Yeah. yeah, it was amazing. And but when we sat down, it was the same thing. We ordered like the meatballs came in a separate. They had meatballs there, but the meatballs came in a completely separate dish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you didn't order spaghetti and meatballs, or no, did you? No, no. It, well, we what had else? wild boar. Alfredo. Doesn't exist. Uh, parmesan, chicken parmesan. Chicken parmesan. Spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah, marinara sauce, garlic bread, uh, and there is a couple other things that I'm laughing. Thinking. Cheese sticks? I, I know that's <laughs> not. <right>. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a joke, it's a joke. Mozzarella sticks? Mozzarella yeah, sticks. Yeah. Oh, they don't yeah. got mozzarella sticks. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's a TGI Friday's I'm invention. Trying th- I'm trying to think. <laughs> How about any of the uh, put, put, uh, puttanesca is Italian? Yeah, yeah. It's Italian, but the... the How about uh, Livernese? Re- recipe, uh, a little bit different. different? Yeah, How about yeah. uh, carbonara? 
carbonara, yes, but it's different. Because here you put a lot of uh, cream. cream. A lot of cream. doesn't exist to the cream and the carbonara. It's really? just uh, eggs uh, and Jeez. not bacon. Not even no, bacon. No, pancetta. It's a uh, no. Yeah, you are very wrong. Really? And uh, <laughs> even Italians, they are wrong because they put pancetta. It's Prosciutto? not pancetta. It's guanciale. It's oh. the cheeks of, oh, the, the, of the pig. Yeah. yeah. Oh, pork yeah. cheeks. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Cured. Really? Yes. Yes. Now you know. And yeah, now you know. Oh, it's been my favorite segment of the show right now. I'm hungry. <laughs> wow, that, I never really thought of that. But I guess the same probably is for Chinese food. Yeah, American I get, I get, Chinese oh, food is I, got, I got the story for you. I've been to China uh, seven times in the last uh, four years because uh, we sell our cigars in China as well. Oh, okay. So uh, I go to a Chinese restaurant in the United States maybe once a year. Because I don't really like uh, the, the the style of here. I don't trust most of it. And you know, I, and I thought at first time I went there, I thought like, okay, let's bring uh, some uh, some cookies, uh, tuna can or something uh, to a food beside the whatever we are going. It's the most amazing uh, and mind blowing, unbelievable food I ever had in my life. In, in China, in Ch- I never yeah. had something in China that it looks like uh, something here. I had in the United States. Yeah. I was like, okay, let's have spring rolls. They are like, uh, yeah, here it's like once a year. If we do it, I'm like, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, the, 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 the food in China is next level. They really? have like a 3,000 a year of, uh, you know, cooking. And the techniques in China are unbelievable. Yeah. It's, and, and that's a country that for me, at least once in your lifetime, uh, you should visit. Or you like it or not, you should go there to visit China. I think everybody, I think yes. everybody should go to the Far East at one yes. point. China, yes. Japan, all that yes. stuff. Yeah. yeah. But right. they are crazy. I mean, they are crazy. We have been in dinners like, uh, you know, with the uh, people that like uh, good stuff. Yeah. So popping bottles of what thousand. Oh, yeah. What do they say? One thousand. Pa- papai. Yeah, they, yeah. They, 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 they pull the wine yeah. like a full glass. Oh, uh, Compai. 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 You got Charlie. Yeah, like, really? Yeah. Come on. It's a very expensive wine. Yeah. I would like to enjoy this and not um, chugging. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, food segment. Yeah. Interesting. Hey, yeah. This is what we're here. It's KMA Talk Radio in 2018. This is what we do now. Is that what we We do bring now? you the good stuff. So let me ask now. Yes. What was your... The best thing that happened in 2017. The best, well, my son. Of uh, course. Good answer. Yes. Worst <laughs> thing that happened in 2017. Worst thing. Uh, I was scary during uh, Irma. I was scary because uh, it was a huge hurricane, Whoa. and it was, was a that my, your first one. My first official category three was a Miami category four, mm, and uh, you know, in my place we have like a big window. How long you been here now in Florida? Uh, I moved to Florida in 2009. Uh, you're at yeah. that point because I don't watch the news. Yeah, yeah. That's the worst thing you could do when yeah, you're working. Oh, and I, wa- I watch the news. Yeah, I don't I watch wa- any of it. Yeah, and my, and of it. Luca was like uh, three weeks old. Oh. You know? And uh, as I was saying, uh, we have like a big windows uh, toward the backyard. Uh, okay, I impact windows, but we call the company. It's like, okay, impact uh, what? Yeah, 130 miles. Maybe. <laughs> Emma was coming 185. We panicked. Yeah. And I was scary you know, to the, death. They, they, they're supposed to do that. Yeah, that's the, that people, yeah, don't, people don't realize that's the media's job is to scare the. But crowd. you know, my I, I had <laughs> a it couple. Is. It's not to inform you. Their job is to scare you, you. Yes, to make you want to watch. Yeah. So their advertising rates go. Oh yeah, I, I don't oh, watch yeah, yeah. one second yeah, of the yeah. news. I won't do that. Uh, the only ne- thing I want to know is when's it going to be here. When do I got to close my stores? When do I got to be yeah, home? Yeah. And that's it. I hope not to have another time like that, but I won't, I won't watch the news. I sat on my lanai, smoked a cigar all during the hurricane. Yeah. Outside. Yeah. I, saw, Outside. I saw pictures of it. Yeah. Saw the video. Yeah. Outside. Listen, what people don't realize here is we're not older cities like Houston or some of these things. Everything that's built here has been built post-Andrew. and whatever. They built it to resist 
mm-hmm. majority of this wind and weather. Yep, yep. You can't build a kid's playground in a park nowadays without it being secured to withstand 150-mile-an-hour wind. I mean, that's just yep. yeah, that's the way true. they build stuff. Yeah, yeah that's true. Very true. Yeah. This has been the More You Know segment yeah, right. brought, brought to you in part by <laughs> Alfredo Sauce, not right. available in Italy. Uh, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll talk with Claudio and Coop. We'll see what's in the news this week and all about 2017. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano cigars by A.J. Fernandez. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Under Crown Shade, a true Drew experience. Make your next bold journey an epic one. When it comes to cigars, only one brand delivers intense, unforgettable experiences, Camacho. In continuing this fearless tradition, Camacho brings you the newest addition to its arsenal of badass, the new Camacho BXP. Intense, box-pressed, and crafted with rugged American broadleaf fillers from Pennsylvania. Available in Connecticut, Corojo, and Ecuador. Outfit your next bold journey with the new Camacho BXP. Sereno Royale Cigars, created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand-selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Palapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post-roll aging process of two additional years brings you an endlessly complex and balanced experience. Visit our website at serenocigars.com. To Affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Lights, camera, 
action. Real Clips Barbershop brings you all that is good about old school barbershops in a new cinematic themed environment. Whether you need a traditional cut, fade, blowout, or even a straight razor hot towel shave, our master barbers will get you right. All while enjoying iconic scenes from some of your favorite movies. Right from our video screens built into the mirrors. Visit RealClipsBarbershop.com. That's real, R-E-E-L, ClipsBarbershop.com for a location near you or to make an appointment. After one visit, we know you'll be back. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, Honest Dave. Good morning. And hanging around with us, uh, Claudio Mambacha Cigars. Claudio, thanks for being here. Mr. Alfredo himself. Thank you for having me. And (laughs) in the studio, Coop himself, William Cooper of Cigar-Coop.com. Coopaloop, welcome back. Thanks, guys. I have the biggest urge now to go to Italy just so I can sit down and order some chicken parmesan with a side of Alfredo. <laughs> <laughs> just so I can see their faces Just get now. the death no, no, stairs. Better than that, yeah. garlic bread with marinara sauce on top. How about if I order mozzarella sticks? <sighs> Boy, Would they even know? Uh, yeah, someone that can fry There had to be hundreds and thousands of Americans. <laughs> can I just have some mozzarella sticks? It's all American tourists. Right? The best yeah. thing we ever seen is, uh, you know, the American guy going there, having like lobster, pasta, and whatever, and then asking for a Coca-Cola. <laughs> In Italy, we'd be like, really? You drink a Coca-Cola with this? Lobster well, and whatever. Well, drink a wine. Some drink people can't something. drink. What are they supposed to do? No, because in Italy, with wine, we are really yeah, like... Some people can't drink. Iced tea. You I don't know. need a Coca-Cola. That's a, that's a good answer. Oh, so, so iced tea is acceptable more than Coke? Yeah, because you make iced Can tea. Can I talk to the Italian, please? <laughs> Not the cat lover in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> is iced tea more acceptable than... No, you can have a craft uh, soda. Because now it's... Oh, they new. have craft soda. Yes, yeah, oh, yes. Get, the, oh, yes. get out of here. <laughs> now, you, now you lost me on that one. <laughs> Stop looking at your watch. So craft soda is okay. Are you kidding or you, you're BSing me? It's not the problem that you cannot drink Coke with a spaghetti lobster. But you didn't answer my question. Is iced tea more acceptable? So if well, I That's said, a personal taste. Sweet tea. No. Will they look down upon it like Coke? We don't really serve like iced tea. Oh, they don't have it. No. So I can't order Kool-Aid? Uh, no. It's sparkling water. Sparkling natural sparkling there water. There you go. That's yeah, what I would that's not, but answer. natural. No carbonated. Flat. Uh, no, no, no. Sparkling water that is coming from a volcano. Like Pellegrino. Like a, uh, no, that's carbonated. I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Italian, so refined. <laughs> Sorry, Coop. Coo. Anyway. Not a problem. Let's see this week what's in the scoop with Coop. Hey, yo, what's my theme music? The Scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Hear it first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar-coop.com. Coop, what's happening this week in the news? Well, yeah, it's been a few weeks since we've all gotten together, but yes. uh, th- there's been a first announcement out of Davidoff this week. They're announcing they're commemorating another anniversary. And they got like 80,000 anniversaries. They, they do. They have the anniversary of the first time they tied their shoelace. <laughs> I mean, seriously, what anniversary is this? So this one is the 50th anniversary of the Davidoff, first Davidoff-branded cigar that came out in 1968. So the first white label. The first white label, uh, which they were originally made in Cuba. And then in 1991, they moved to the Dominican Republic. So I think there's another anniversary tied to that one. But <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so we'll see that in 2021. Right. right? But what they're going to be doing is they're, they announced they're going to be kicking off a series of activities around that uh, anniversary celebration. The most 
prominent thing you'll be seeing is on the white label cigars, there's going to be a, a commemorative 50th ring that's going to be replacing yes. the normal Davidoff For like ring. a year. For like a year, yeah. yeah and that's going to be on the white label brand. It should be very, very interesting uh, how consumers are going to ask, okay, well, is it different Davidoff? Well, I, is it I, different? I, this must be another blend. When we reported it, I, already, I, I had people ask me, have you smoked these yet? I'm like, we all have. Same cigar. But apparently there's going to be some events and there's going to be some releases, I guess, that they're going to be rolling out this year I'm as well. I'm sure. Yep. What else we got going on? Um, the other big ins- uh, news that happened is IPCPR did a retailer survey in terms of how retailers... They didn't ask me. They, they, sent, they <laughs> sent it out to 96 members asking them how their sales were during the Christmas season. And um, they asked three questions. They asked, were, uh, were your total sales volume uh, for the pre-Christmas week, meaning December 18th, right. December 24th, up from the year before? And they got 55% of the people, uh, retailers saying yes, they had an increase from the year before. Uh, they had 43% say they had a increase in terms of store, uh, customer traffic right. overall. And then they said the average spend per customer, how much they spent that week, was up 51%. So... Some positive news for the cigar industry retail segment right before that. You know, Chris, there's two, there two times a year, Christmas and, believe it or not, Father's Day. Yeah, Father's yeah. Day was like Christmas in this industry. Yeah, it's big. Okay, yeah. it was. It was. We used to have to man the store with extra people. You know, Father's Day, you'd have to have a couple extra guys. It was crazy. Yeah. And then over the not years. Not anymore? No. Nah. Yeah. Internet killed it. Most of the people who go gift shopping now won't go. They'll just stay at home, get online, order something. Yeah. So all that traffic. I mean, for us in years, for retail, I don't even get, we don't even change our manpower anymore no. for the Christmas rush. I mean, it's busier, but you're like 10 to 15% more than normal. Where in the back of the days, it was like double, you know, yeah. during the holiday. So it's nothing we get excited about. It's just another holiday, but it's not what it used to be in the brick and mortar level as far as my experience. My son works retail in North Carolina and he says that particularly those day before the holiday there's You're that lucky you get one day. Right. They get that spike and it's one typically day. someone who doesn't know what they're right. doing. But, but it used to be three days, four right. days back like 15, 20 years ago. Right. And he'll do have a better number and sometimes those numbers will be very good though. Right. But, but yeah, but it's not like this. I remember you remember you used to go to the malls yeah. and you couldn't get a parking spot. Yeah. 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 Just, you know. Yeah. Uh, Amazon. The, the, the world's becoming all Amazon now. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so what else is happening? Um, so Abe coined this term Facebook Uh-oh. cigar. Uh-oh. Okay. I love it. <laughs> so there's a Facebook cigar that came is out. Is it made by Drew Estate? Close. Okay. Guess. Nick Malillo? No. Very close. Steve Saka. Steve Saka. I was getting ready. So Steve Saka announces the moist... I think, I think Steve Saka is the guy who actually created the first Facebook cigars. Yeah. I mean, so it only natural. You, you, no, wait, wait. Steve, Steve is making a cigar for Facebook? Poor Claudio. He's looking at me like, <laughs> I, I, I say this for yeah. years. Yeah. I call them Facebook cigars because companies make them. Yeah. And all you only see them on Facebook. They take pictures. <laughs> this is what we make. Look at this. But they never have them in stock. They never ship them. No one when you do, you get one own. box. So yeah. they make the brand just so they can put it on Facebook. So I call that a Facebook cigar. Okay. Right. Now that he's caught up. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 So you coined it. I kind of has stuck with me all these years. Thank you. So I he's got this cigar. It's called the Muestra de Saca Unicorn. Oh, I saw. I read about this or something. Is it like a $300 cigar or $100 cigar? He's he's saying he's using the best tobaccos and he doesn't know what he's going to price it at, but it's going to be expensive. And Steve. he puts, so, so he puts a picture of the cigars out there. And they're in these beautiful coffins. He's like, "Well, I don't know if I'm going to release these or smoke these." I'm like, "You just... I'm looking at that packaging. I'm like, you're going to... You're going <laughs> to." I'm pretty sure he's commenting it right now. Oh, Facebook Steve! Live. Oh, you know, 
Sunny. Hey, look, they look beautiful, though. I'll say that. It's a beautiful six and a quarter by 60 diadema, broadleaf wrapper, Nicaraguan binder and filler. Um, and he says right now there's about a thousand of them made. Whether he's gonna he's gonna release some of them, he said. So how many we get? I don't know. Boy, he really got good at. He's a professional fisherman. Oh God, so, no! He's become a deep sea sportsman. Yes. Yeah. Bait the hook and go. Oh yeah. wow, he's gotten good at that. So what else is uh, happening there, Coop? Well, the last thing is, and and we really, I know because we there were a couple weeks off, but uh, we lost another industry legend in Gilberto Oliva Senior, yeah. um, mm-hmm. who passed away December sixteenth. Been uh, a bad year for uh, the industry. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. I mean, he was a little more of a behind the scenes guy. Yes, and you know, he was more on. Seldom the, left Nicaragua. Yeah, seldom left Nicaragua. Um, more on the tobacco growing and brokerage end, but certainly he did play a role in the founding of Oliva Cigar. Um, so he, you know, but he was in the background, I think, most of the years. And he, so we lost, but we lost another giant this yeah. year. Cool, I have a beautiful memory of uh, Gilberto Sr. Back in 2012 and 13, I was buying tobacco, so raw material from them. And I was dealing with, uh, with uh, Gilberto uh, Jr. Yep. But he was always at the office and, you know, coming out and saying, hey, you guys from Granada, are we treating you very well? Uh, is the tobacco good? And then he goes, uh, with my tobacco, so your blend is going to be even better. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I yeah. like that. Yeah. That is a good one. Yes, so it has been an interesting year. Hopefully yep. 2018 will uh, not have so many sad moments in the industry. Yes. We'll hopefully see more great things to come. Uh, when we come back, we will keep talking to Coop, and we will sit here with Claudio. I'm, I'm interested with this Bitcoin guy. Is he coming on? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Andy Lapointe. He's yes. a cryptocurrency. I got a million expert questions about this. Big, this non-existent cryptocurrency. Do we know? Yeah. I, I don't know wow. what it is. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, we're gonna find <laughs> out. We're gonna find all about <laughs> cryptocurrency when we come back from Andy Lapointe, a cryptocurrency expert and author. So get your cryptocurrency questions ready. Get ready to take a lot of notes. Out what the bit is a what Bitcoin? is a Bitcoin? Till then, keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Syndicato Cigars. Nestor Miranda has always believed it's not just cigars, it's a lifestyle. And the Nestor Miranda collection is handmade at My Father's Cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua for your lifestyle. It doesn't matter if you're smooth like the Connecticut, mellow as a Habano, bold like the Maduro, or spicy like the all-new Corojo. The Nestor Miranda collection is blended with your lifestyle in mind. Four sizes, four blends, one life. Celebrate your lifestyle with the cigars of the Nestor Miranda Collection today. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. 
Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Siri V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva. An unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. A brand more than 100 years in the making. Particulares was established in Havana, Cuba in 1895, operating as an elite factory that would later introduce the world to classic brands such as Byron, Particulares, and even Monte Cristo. Now, Sindicato Cigars is proud to bring this historic brand back to life, partnering with the legendary Topsa factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, to reimagine this Cuban classic as a modern-day Nicaraguan puro. Transport yourself to a bygone era of Cuban nostalgia with Particulares by Sindicato. For more information, visit syndicato.com. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. To Affinity and beyond, that is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, Honest Abe. Hello, hello, hello. And William Cooper, the Coop himself, is here. Hello. And Claudio of Mambacho Cigars. Hanging out. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. There you go. There you go. Buongiorno. Is that the bon? Como se And uh, our new g- next guest is Andy Lapointe, a cryptocurrency expert and author. I'm sure you guys have been hearing a lot about Bitcoin going through the roof and Litecoin and all these other new top ten tr- tech currency things. So, Andy, my first question to you is, what is a Bitcoin? Uh, and that's a great question, and thank you very much for having me me on your show. Uh, Basically, a Bitcoin is a digital currency, and more or less it allows you to send a gold coin over the internet. A literal gold coin, or a figurative Uh, gold coin. Yep, a figurative gold coin, because uh, Bitcoin is very similar to a commodity. So a commodity is basically a store of value, uh, similar to any other asset like real estate or gold. So classified as a commodity, commodities do go up and down in value, where currency, for example, the U.S. dollar is you know, pegged at a dollar, for example. Uh, where it goes up and down in value. 
No, dollar goes yep, up and goes down up in value. And down, yep, goes up and down in value, but with less volatility, for example, than uh, gold or real estate on an uh, annual basis. So, so it be, does have some volatility in it. Um, real estate and gold does, but cryptocurrency, because it's such a small market, it does have a lot more volatility into it. So the best comparison is, is to compare it to a commodity, which is a store of value. But isn't it this volatility that most of these things end up being like boiler room scam? Because my my opinion is is that this is like the the Ponzi scam of our generation. That big, where's this money going? Who's holding it? Who's regulating it? Why do I why do I need to use it? It's a lot easier for me to use my credit card or the cash from my other pocket or Apple Pay or the eight other million ways to pay. I mean, anybody who plays the I mean, if you're looking at it strictly from an investment standpoint, most people don't want a volatile thing to invest in. I mean, the long term stable investment, blue chip stocks, dividends. So it has all for me, unless maybe you can make me feel better about it. It has all the signs of eventually. Hundreds of thousands of people getting jacked at the end, holding the bag, because who's regulating this? So when I buy a crypto coin, where's the money? Who's got the money? I sent money somewhere. Who's got it? Yep, yep. I mean, those are some great great questions and some great concerns. And the nice thing about everything that you brought up is if history, if we go back in history, for example, um, cryptocurrency, basically, when you look at Bitcoin, that's only a representation of the underlying technology, which is the blockchain. So you mentioned Bitcoin and Litecoin and Ethereum and Cardano. These are all different coins that people can purchase. So you mentioned where does the money go? Basically, it's similar to a stock portfolio where investor A has Bitcoin or a currency in their wallet and investor B wants to buy it. So it's investor A to investor B. So who gets the money? It's similar to when you buy Ford. You would buy Ford on the New York Stock Exchange. It comes out of another investor's portfolio into your portfolio based upon your belief that Ford is going to go up, for yeah, example. But, but, so, but, 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 but the New York Stock Exchange is a regulated oversight you know, entity that you know where it is. You, you know where the company is. Where's my Bitcoin money? Is it well, sitting and, in a bank again, with the, somewhere? Where, with the regulation, well, the physical Bitcoin, since it's a digital currency, just like your email, you have email, and you know, when you go to your email provider, Yahoo or Gmail, that's that's your that's your email correspondence. So, number one, you can print it off. You can print off your email. You can keep it on your computer. You can put it on your hard drive, or you can put it on a USB. No, I get so it. Technically. Email doesn't exist know, when I, in the real world because it's all digital. Excuse so me. So that's how that's how Bitcoin is, where it no. exists in the digital world. I understand, where Eddie, but Bit- I'm curious where my my real money went. I know they're going to send me some code or some email or some mm-hmm. virtual, you know, here's your pretend money. But the real hard money that I sent them, the one that comes out of my bank account to get the Bitcoin, mm-hmm. where did that go? That's where I want to know. Where is that sitting? Well, that's that. Okay, let's say you take uh, $50 out of your bank account. You open an account at Coinbase. You take $50 and transfer it over to Coinbase, okay? Mm-hmm. And then co- you make that purchase of uh, that investment for $50 at Coinbase. Mm-hmm. So Coinbase, in turn, 
would basically give you that dollar or give you that $50 worth of Bitcoin in your account. So that's a representation of your dollar. Okay, so I got of, it. Of I got money. it. So Coinbase has my money now, my real money, in their real bank account, yes? Well, Coin, Coinbase is an exchange. Um, so with Coinbase, they're one of the... Uh, when you say it's not regulated, or when it's not regulated, yes, there's a number of different exchanges on the market, and just like any any new technology coming into the market, it does take a while for things to catch up to it. Yeah, it's usually uh, for when, example, when like we ha- screwed over. So, so my question is, uh, it's a technology or it's money? It's a combination of t- both. Okay. Because it's a it's a you're, you're basically buying just like when the in the late 90s, you had the technological explosion of the Internet. Everyone was scratching their head and saying, what is the Internet? What does it do? Why am I buying, buying Netscape? What, is, what does Google actually do? At that point, I mean, I, I was an investment advisor for 15 years. I actually was able to get some uh, IPO of Netscape for my clients, which was very, very difficult. And that was one of the hottest IPOs of um, uh, the tech era, so to speak, of the late 90s. But just like the late 90s with the internet, it was digital. We were moving from the physical world to the digital world. This next generation is actually moving to more being introduced and stored online. So Bitcoin is actually a representation of the underlying blockchain. And then the blockchain allows anyone to look at transactions. It's 100% transparent. Number two, you can see any sort of transparent, um, any transactions on there. The only thing you can't see that it went from, you know, John Doe to Mary Smith. You don't know who the people and the the parties of the transaction were, but you can see 2.7 Bitcoin went from this wallet to that wallet. So it gives you a lot of transparency. It's a peer-to-peer network. And then number three, what the blockchain does, it's there forever. It never disappears. So when you buy a Bitcoin, you're buying that underlying blockchain. Bitcoin is a representation of the technology that is driving um, the blockchain. But, but and now, that's Andy, what gives value to the Bitcoin. But wh- I think what Abe is asking yeah. is where no, where does the is Look, there a centralized gonna, location I'm where gonna, the wait, money is? I'm, I'm going to start a Bitcoin company in my basement, and I'm going to start collecting money from everybody and start issuing codes, right? And all of a sudden, I got a hundred million dollars of Bitcoin I've sold, and I'm going to go to Aruba. What then? What? What? I mean, there's got to be money that represents the Bitcoin. Okay, there used to be gold because it is currency. I, I get it; it's investable currency. But there used to be gold for every printed dollar that the, the government printed. Okay, now they don't do that anymore. But they say we're your government; you trust us, and we'll back it. But whatever. But you know, where if they sold? A million dollars in bitcoins. There should be a million dollars lying in an account somewhere. Yes, no. When when you cash that out, because the interme- the inter- the intermediaries actually, because right now it, when you buy you're buying bitcoin from Coinbase, for example, because that's the company we brought up and that's one of the most popular uh, exchanges in the U.S. Okay, when you give them that fifty dollars, Coinbase gives you that. Um, worth of Bitcoin, okay? So with the Coinbase, you actually have to have that bridge between online and offline. Then when you own $50 worth of Bitcoin, you can hold it for a year or two years or two days. But if you want to cash it out... I'm talking about the other end. You keep talking about the consumer side. I'm not worried about the consumer side. My question is more based on the company side. 
Okay, they've collected. Look, just let me, let me, maybe maybe I'm not asking the question right. So let me try to walk this slowly. Slowly, right? You have a Bitcoin company. I'm a consumer. I want to buy Bitcoin currency from them. Correct? I want to buy a million dollars worth. Okay, I just won the I just won the 405 million whatever Powerball that was just the other day. Right. Mega million, whatever it is. Eh, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend a million dollars on Bitcoin. Right? So I call them up. I send them my million dollars. Yeah? So my bank account... Let me ask you a question. How would you send it, though? How would you send it? Wire transfer, however they collect it. PayPal? I I don't know how they collect it. Well, well, basically, there's your answer. When you wire transfer that in, you're not not walking in with a million dollars of $1 bills. You're not walking with a big stack of cash. I I understand. But my bank account went from $400 million to $399, yes? Correct. Okay. Now, I'm just going to assume... That the company I bought the Bitcoin, their account just went from zero to a million. That is correct. Okay, so now they have a million dollars lying in their bank account. Yes. From wire transferred in, what were the line of thought that we're talking about? That is correct. Just okay. like when you purchase from a from a stock brokerage, they have that million right. dollars in their bank account. That I, I is understand correct. how electronics works. I'm just I'm trying to follow the cash here. So they got a million dollars lying in their bank account now. I'm sure. Under your name. You yeah. put your name to it. I got it. It's, it's basically like opening up another account. It's a Bitcoin account with my million dollars in it. It can go up, it can yep. go down in value, whatever. Now, here's my question. They make money because there's obviously some kind of transaction fee. So to buy a million dollars in Bitcoin, it's got to cost me a million plus, yes? Uh, the fees on Bitcoin are relatively low. But, of course, that's how, that's how they make their money. That's yeah. correct. Yeah, that's how they make their money. Okay, I, I, so... So, so they, they got to make sure that whatever operations or costs, expenses they have are, is made with that percentage of money. Because technically, my million dollars should be there forever mm-hmm. until I spend some, yes? That is correct, because your million dollars is sitting in USD or US dollars. Got it. So basically, just like when you go into a brokerage account, you take your money from your bank, you wire it in until you make that decision to buy Ford or GM. Got it. You're sitting in a million dollars of cash. It's it's, it's sitting in that account with a million dollars cash. We're in agreement. We're in agreement. Okay, so now my question is that how do we know these these companies that are not being watched and not being regulated said, yeah, he may not use that million dollars for a year. We're going to go spend 500000 of it. Oh, wait. Abe needs that million dollars. We're going to sell a million dollars of Bitcoin to Bob, refund our account, give Abe his million. This is, this is the, what I get out of Bitcoin. I just see it as the modern-day Ponzi scam. And you're not answering any of my questions that alleviate that possibility from happening. You keep explaining to me on the consumer end what happens and what's done, but I get all that. I'm saying, how do we know or how do we prevent one day, which I'm predicting and you're hearing it first, is going to happen, which will be the end of the Bitcoin as we know it today. It still may exist, but it will change on how it works. But what's going to happen when some entity sells $100 million of Bitcoin, just like Poker Stars and all this other stuff that got shut down, and the majority goes into cash in at once and the money's not there? Who's watching that? Well, that's where you have the blockchain, number one, because all of that information is publicly available on the blockchain. So it sees that, okay, this, this wallet, for example, is held by ABC Company. ABC Company has this information. There's nothing that prevents us as humans to, to go out and run to Aruba, as you mentioned, because uh, I believe nine, um, the majority of people are 100% good, but you have that what? 1% in there that just isn't good. 
but the point of the matter is, is can can that happen? Actually, it did happen way around. about uh, I don't know about seven or eight years ago with a, comp- a company called was a Bitcoin exchange called Mount Gox. They actually did what you're saying. So basically, what that did is they did the, 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 the creators of that exchange, Mt. Gox, M-T-G-O-X, was the first Bitcoin exchange to do what you were saying. But the point of the matter is, when that happened, that allowed the, uh, the regulators to come in, for example. I mean, the, the U.S. government made it, uh, uh, just made their tax laws more stringent on Bitcoin trades. So six or seven or nine years ago, you do have new technology that's being disruptive, just like you had the Internet. You had spammers at the beginning of the Internet. But you it, have people that were blasting you with emails at the beginning of the Internet. But a lot but of people got as, hurt. But a lot of people got hurt, which is my point. So until there's some kind yep, of regulation or until the government gets involved or some SEC or somebody, my prediction is sooner or later, a lot of people are going to get hurt. Well, the thing about it is, is with uh, just like the tech bubble of the 1990s, a lot of people uh, got hurt. there was a lot of technology. A lot of people were, a lot of people were got investing hurt. in and a lot of people got hurt. And the reason that they got hurt was, number one, they did not have a strategy or a plan in place or understood their own risk tolerance. Because, number one, if you only have $100,000, it doesn't make sense for an individual to invest $100,000 into anything. They should only invest what they can lose. So, so if so I invested in Enron, is, wait, wait, wait a second. So if I invested in Enron and I lost all my money, it's because I should have invested less? It's not because Enron basically were crooks and basically stole everybody's money? That wasn't the problem? It's that the customers, but, the, the, the consumers should have invested less? Is that what you're telling me? Well, the... The Enron situation is um, a very good example that you bring up. Of course it is. And what they were, as, as, as you know, they were misrepresenting who they were as an organization. But that's what With a lot of the tech industries did too, though. They overinflated their projections. They made everything look bigger than it ended up was, and that's why that whole thing burst. Look, at the end of the day, no one's, I don't think people are complaining because, oh, I invested in Ford, and Ford's tanking stock. They're complaining because they're investing in untangible crap that they figure out, hey, there's no merit to these evaluations and getting screwed over, but people got rich doing it. And that's the, pro- that's the problem, and that's the problem I see in the future of Bitcoin. Now, I'm not saying it's going to well, go away, but my prediction is people are going to get slammed. A lot of people are going to take it doggy style at some point, and then after that, there'll be regulation, and it'll probably end up being some form of standard currency. Well, the, from the moving towards a standard currency, actually, Australia and Japan has also have, have recognized it as a legal currency. So in Japan and Australia, it's recognized as a, as a currency. In the U.S., it's not. So we are moving to that point with what you're saying. And, again, with just like when you buy a publicly traded company, the stock is a representation of the underlying value of the company, their intellectual property, the products they bring to the market, the, to the talent and expertise and execution of the management team. And just like, for example, Ethereum, that's generation 2.0 of uh, cryptocurrencies because Bitcoin was first generation. And when I mean first generation, it was basically technology that allowed people to record uh, and maintain transactions on a public ledger, a peer-to-peer interaction. Ethereum, for example, was introduced smart contracts. So the utility and the utility of blockchain is actually moving forward every single day. So, for example, you want to send a package from your house uh, in Florida to a friend's house in California. Okay, it, it takes five days to get there. 
with smart contracts on the Ethereum blockchain, you can hire a company, a trucking company, that says, you know what, I will get it in there in five days, guaranteed it'll cost you $500, okay? The trucking company, for whatever reason, has a flat tire, they, 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 they get into an accident, and they deliver it nine days later. Guess what? You're still charged that $500, right? The company, trucking company says, well, too bad. I agreed $500. We kind of sort of agreed on a five-day delivery, but it doesn't matter. I, I really don't know. Smart contracts. Any, any, smart credit contracts card I have, any credit card I have, I call up, I dispute the charge. And, in fact, I get, well, that, I get that money back while they're doing their investigation. I call them up to hey, contract? Doesn't matter smart a contract. contracts, which is it, 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 which, which is yeah, which, which allows the but that's not a service that's not blockchain to say any major credit card does the exact same thing. But 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 it's but the agreement isn't between you and the credit card company. It's you're hiring you and the trucking company. So basically, let me back up. A smart contract says, okay, the, 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 my delivery has to be from Florida to California in five days, no matter what. If the trucking company on day number one, they say, okay, we're going to deliver from Florida to um, New Orleans, then New Orleans to Texas, Texas to Arizona, then it gets to California in the fifth day. You can say, if it's not in New Orleans by the end of tomorrow, okay, if it's in New Orleans by the end of tomorrow, you get paid your $100. Okay. If it's in the next break. city after the next day, you get paid your next $100. In the third day, you don't get paid if it's late. That's the benefit of a smart contract. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Andy. We, we, we were up against the break. Yeah. We're, we're, it's, uh, we're running out of time. The show is almost over. <laughs> uh, we have learned now about bitcoins and cryptocurrencies. Uh, that was Andy LaPointe, cryptocurrency expert and author. We have to take a break. When we come back, we'll see who belongs in the Cigar and Saint Asylum. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory, La Zona, in rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinoza cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. For more information, visit EspinozaCigars.com. A brand more than 100 years in the making. Particulares was established in Havana, Cuba in 1895, operating as an elite factory that would later introduce the world to classic brands such as Byron, Particulares, and even Monte Cristo. Now, Sindicato Cigars is proud to bring this historic brand back to life, partnering with the legendary Topsa factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, to reimagine this Cuban classic as a modern-day Nicaraguan puro. Transport yourself to a bygone era of Cuban nostalgia with Particulares by Sindicato. For more information, visit Sindicato.com. Sereno Royale Cigars, created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand-selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post-roll aging process of two additional years brings you an endlessly complex and balanced experience. Visit our website at serenocigars.com. If you had to pack a go-bag, what would go in it? For Pepe Mendez, it was his rare Pilo Tico tobacco scenes, which he personally carried to the Dominican Republic half a century ago. In tribute, we introduced the Monte Cristo Pilo Tico Pepe Mendez, a robust cigar with nutty, leathery notes and a slow burn that marks the rebirth of a golden age. 
Try the new Monte Cristo at your local cigar lounge, and you may want to pack one to go too. Surgeon General Warning: Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? And it's your funeral. That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. What do you mean? Wow, tough crowd. Here, try this recluse cigar. You're going to need all the help you can get. Don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Recluse. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. I think you should stick with that recluse cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game. And I know a little something about games. Boom. Ooh, that's cold. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. I'm Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, Honest Abe. And hanging out with us, William Cooper of Cigar-Coop.com and Claudio Mombacho Cigars. Guys, thanks for being here today. Listen, I just want to give us a quick Cigar Insane Asylum. Um, it's going to be up on our Facebook and, and, and social media. I just want to talk about this crazy Bitcoin guy from a second. So um, check out our Insane Asylum and a big, uh, from the folks of CLE and Asylum Cigars. It's going to be an interesting story, but I just got to say, I hate to get the guy off the phone because whatever like unfeeling, uneasy feeling I had, it made it worse because the guy didn't answer any question. When I asked him a question, he answered other stuff and was driving me nuts. I'm trying to ask him about the money. Oh, it comes like this. I'm trying, well, you, know, you get your money back. Well, MX does it. Well, if it goes to Bob, Bombay, and then it goes to India, and then it goes, who cares? As long as by Friday it gets here in five days, what do I care? It just, I don't know. I got aggravated, so I apologize to our listeners, but, you know, I don't think there was much solid information we were going to get at that point. I think this is still a strange new world that people are trying to find their way through and try to figure out. I mean, I think it's going to end up being a, 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 some form of currency. And, you know, Paul came in and told us during the break, you know, you can't sell your Bitcoins. So his friend's got 300 Bitcoins, whatever it is, and he can't sell it. He's on what, like two at a time? Uh, you know, there's there's limits to trading it in the open market, I believe. I don't know the exact story behind it, but there are limits to how much you can get rid of. You have to... And, and because the money's not there! Right. But also, try finding somebody to buy it, too. I mean, uh, it's what? it's gone up all this much, but now who's going to buy a $16,000 Bitcoin from you personally? A guy with $100 million. Don't care. I guess. But, I mean... But a lot of these big why... guys are investing in it. Like Kevin Harrington, the, the TV... Um, the what guy who was so bad they kicked him off a Shark Tank, yeah. Guy Harrington. Yeah, yeah. He was so, so boring and so cheap he wouldn't invest in anybody. They took him off the show. Oh, he's one of the most successful directors. I know, but personality-wise, he's awful. He was awful. He was terrible for the show. All right, but I, regardless, he's investing in Bitcoin. Yeah, great. Good for him. Oh he, wait, that was the guy I saw in uh, Mexico last last year. Well, I keep investing in tobaccos. So there you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Because you want to know why? If yeah. the value goes down, we can always smoke it. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. That is an excellent point. Thanks for coming on, guys. I know after the new year. You were just in town, but yeah. appreciate you no, stopping by. Thanks for having me. 
Thank well, you for well, coming by Thank again. you so much for Always me. fun having you on the show, oh, my yes. man. It's been very entertaining and enlightening, especially got about... food education, got yeah, money yeah. education. <laughs> awesome. I'm going to go Good home show. and eat some Alfredo. Yes. <laughs> and see if I can find a Kasachik cigar to smoke with it. There <laughs> next we go. Time I, next time I will bring my uh, special we got, he, sauce. Actually, he was very kind. He bought us some social media stuff that will be given away on our, off our Facebook page all week. Yeah, he sent us a couple of prize packs. Yes. We'll be giving that away this week. Check us out all next week on Facebook. And Twitter. Yes. Where we'll be giving it all away next week. Nick Melillo, Foundation Cigars, will be our guest. He is coming in from Connecticut to hopefully nice. find some warmth. Nice. So, yes, we will hang out and talk to Nick. He's got some great stuff, and uh, his cigar has been awarded a lot. Till next week, keep it lit. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sungrown or Maduro. The all-new Scores Palm Beach. Come be a part of the world-famous Gentleman's Club's new look. A new year brings a new addition to South Florida. Scores Palm Beach, offering a free lunch buffet Monday through Thursday with $5 prime rib on Friday, two-for-one drinks till 7 p.m. Scores Palm Beach, VIP seating and second-floor skybox suites. Full liquor, full nude until 5 a.m. 3174 Lake Worth Road, just west of Congress on Lake Worth Road. For more info, call 649-2000 or at scorespalmbeach.com.